Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. I am your host, Jill. Today is a very special Harry Potter-specific episode. Next Thursday, February 4th, is the second annual Harry Potter book night, and we here at Overdrive will be celebrating because we have millions of Harry Potter fans here in the office. And so, of course, we have to take advantage and celebrate Harry Potter when we can. So those of us who are Harry Potter fans decided to record an episode that is all about our love for Harry Potter, including how we got into the books, our favorite books, differences between the books and the movies, and all the fun stuff that comes with being a Harry Potter fan. So I hope you enjoy listening to our Harry Potter discussion. If you would like to join in on the discussion and share your own memories about Harry Potter and how you got into the book and all that fun stuff, you can find us on Twitter at Overdrive Libs and also on Facebook at Overdrive for Libraries. You can also email us at feedback at overdrive.com. So feel free to reach out. Talk to us about Harry Potter. We will talk about Harry Potter for hours with you if you would like. And otherwise, enjoy the episode. And welcome to the sixth episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. I'm your host, Jill, and today we have a very special edition episode that is all Harry Potter. Woo! Yay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys, I'm a little under the weather, so my voice will be a little subdued today, but I love Harry Potter, so I'm here. Fighting through it. Fighting through Mm -hmm. it. Um, So there's a bunch of us in the room today, so I think what we should start with especially since we have multiple female voices, is to go around, introduce ourselves, and what Harry Potter house you belong to. I'm Jill, and I am Slytherin, hashtag sorry not sorry. (laughs) I'm Rachel, and I'm a Ravenclaw. I am Emma, and I am also a Ravenclaw. I'm Adam, and I've been told I'm a Gryffindor, but I was going to lean Ravenclaw as well. But I'll just be different, and I'll say Gryffindor so we can have... (laughs) More of the houses. Represented. Represented. Poor Hufflepuff. I'm like, no. Hufflepuff, sorry. That's okay. I am married to a Slytherin. See? Slytherins are awesome. I might be biased. (laughs) Just maybe. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So it's a Harry Potter episode. Yes. Yes, it is. So excited. I know. Can't get enough. We have a lot of Harry Potter fans here at Overdrive. We have so many (laughs) Harry Potter fans at Overdrive. So you walk around the office. It doesn't have to be a special event. Just nope. any given day, there's people wearing the t-shirts, and we have a wand literally in our room right now. We do. It's safe, by the way. Is, of course it's safe, <laughs> because it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> we have scarves, and my desk has Harry Potter's glasses on it at all times. So, yeah, we feel like we are the proper people <laughs> to yes. talk about Harry Potter. All right. And we have the Harry Potter book night next week. Yes. We do. All staff. All staff option to come celebrate Harry Potter, eat some food, watch some films. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, it's not just food. Read read the book aloud. Well, yes, we should have a readout. A readout. Well, we're definitely gonna have 
the soundtrack playing, then we'll have the first movie going, and all of the food is Harry Potter themed. Yes. So we're, we're, we're buying all the candy and everything. And yeah, our yeah. HR doesn't really know how much we're going to spend, <laughs> but we were given the go ahead to do that. So. Yes, that's okay. That's yeah, at the, at the, um, the last place I worked, we had a Harry Potter party, and I made a treacle tart Ooh. for the party. Ooh. It was difficult to make, yeah. <laughs> but it's well worth it. And I think my teeth still hurt because it was very sweet. Yeah, I imagine. Very that sweet. Yeah, I, delicious. I will say we're going lazy. We're literally just buying everything That's online. That's cool. Like, every flavor thing, the like chocolate frogs and all that good stuff. So you're welcome to make something if you want, but we're nice. all set. Nice. You have to dress up. Ooh, I'm yes. hoping that people will dress up. And like I said, the amount of Harry Potter apparel we have in this office. I, we should plan to wear our dresses. I'm going to wear my dress, and I'll probably wear my house robes. Um, and <laughs> probably I have a scarf too. Yeah, and then I mean, I have a tattoo, so that's well, there, always, that's, that's always there. And it's always a Harry Potter accessory. Rachel, you're one of like at least three Harry Potter tattoos yeah. that I know of in the office. Yeah. And oh, yeah. yeah, I know of one other one, but I know there's got to be more. Yeah, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. Jinx. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, okay, so anyway. where do we want to start talking about Harry Potter? Um, yes. Well, how did everybody get into Harry Potter, I guess? Okay, I'm going to start. Um, I got the first three books for Christmas from my grandmother uh, in 1999 and pretty much never looked back. Bought them as they came out every year, have several different versions and editions. I want more versions and editions. Yeah, I, I just said over the weekend that I want to buy a set of the nice paperbacks because I feel like my much-loved uh, hardbacks cannot handle my constant <laughs> one year, uh, once-a-year reading. Um, I feel like they're going to fall apart. So to keep them in semi-decent condition, <laughs> yeah, um, I want to get an additional copies. That's a bad idea. Ebook copies, something copies, so I can have access to it at all times. Actually, ebook copies is a good idea. Yes, because then you will not damage them. And I think they're less space. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Since I do already have two sets yeah. of the books. I have the British version um, and the American version. I have a couple of them in French um, from when I studied abroad there. And then I did just buy the illustrated Harry Potter uh, and Sorcerer's mm-hmm. Stone. Mm-hmm. So I have a problem. <laughs> they have like those fancy ones that are like house Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, with the fun covers for like each house. Right, those ones are super expensive. Oh, I'm well aware. Those, those are the ones that my wife and I want to get. So for for mine, my my mom taught uh, third and fourth grade for 39 years, and every year she would read her students the first uh, the first book. And so as I was growing up, around the same age, mm-hmm. she kind of was like, "You need to read this as well." And so that was you know same kind of around the same time, like. Mm-hmm. The, Late, late 90s and I'll I will say after she retired one of the gifts that uh, a siblings got her was we got her the really nice leather bound it kept with, like the whole set and it oh, comes yeah. in like a treasure chest it was the most difficult thing I've ever had to actually like, give someone else like we bought it and we were looking at it before we wrapped it and like what if we just kept this for ourselves <laughs> so my mom has a beautiful version of the entire set and we keep waiting to pull the trigger on, on one of those as well yeah. we also we said, I 
I am kind of Ravenclaw-ish, and my wife is Gryffindor. So what color books do we buy? <laughs> it's a tough one. That's the problem. Set of each. <laughs> <laughs> Set of each. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I was very resistant to reading them at first because I was like in high school, I think, when they came out, and I was just like, oh, "These are kids' books." And then <laughs> um, I was home from college after freshman year. So this is like summer of two thousand one, I think. I was babysitting my cousin's kids, and my cousin was um, a first grade teacher, and she had the books. And the way their house was set up is that the kids were upstairs sleeping. And, like, the TV and everything was, like, down in the basement. I was, like, so there'd be, like, a floor between us. I'm, like, I can't do that. Like, I have to keep myself entertained somehow. I'm, like, I'll read this Harry Potter book. (laughs) And when they came home, like, three hours later, I was, like, can I take this with me? I have to finish it right now. (laughs) And the next day, I, like, went to the library and got, like, all the rest of the books that they had. I think I read, I think they were up to four at that point, maybe. Yeah, my mom had a part-time job at a bookstore when I was growing up, so she bought me one of the books for Christmas just because she was, you know, yeah. selling it, and it was really popular, and this was probably in, I don't know, 98 or 99 that I read it, the first one, and I've been hooked ever since. I know. They're so addicting once you get started. So did anyone ever go, like... To the actual Harry Potter book nights and like get your copy at midnight or anything oh, like that. Oh, multiple yes. times. <laughs> multiple times. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Hudson, yeah. and so we go to the Learned Owl, which always had like the big party. Mm-hmm. And um, for the fifth, sixth books, we went there, and I was working at a bookstore for when the seventh one came out. But when the fifth one came out, we like were home. They did. They had. A, they were very well organized, and we were home by like. 12, 15, 12, 20, and I oh, wow. immediately started reading it, mm-hmm. and um, fell asleep about 4 o'clock, woke up about 7, kept reading, and my mom comes in about noon, and she's like, you need to eat something. <laughs> so I go out to the kitchen, I make a sandwich, and then I um, come back, and like I'm eating the sandwich in my room, reading the book, and my mom's like, no, actually, I meant you need to eat something out with the rest <laughs> of the family. <laughs> I'm like, too bad, mom, I gotta finish this book. And I was just done yeah, that I, I did the same thing, especially with the fifth book, because yeah. remember, that was the one that was like, there was a three and a half waits between the fourth one and yeah, the fifth one, right. so I didn't think it was ever going to come out. But yeah, I went and got it at a Barnes & Noble at mm-hmm. midnight, and I purposely like napped a lot that day, like I'd been planning it smart. out. Like, it I napped smart. all day, so I think I almost read it all in one mm-hmm. sitting, and I think around six in the morning, I was mm-hmm. like, yes. I gotta sleep for a little bit. But I was in college at the time, so... I was, I was yes. kind of used to, yeah. you know, being up late pulling all-nighters, but that one, I, a few, I think the sixth and the seventh one I read in one sitting after mm-hmm. getting it, but the fifth one, that was just a little too hefty <laughs> for one sitting. <laughs> it was, because that's a big, that's the biggest, that's the one. biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I remember I bought, well, for the sixth and the seventh book, my mom had started reading the Harry Potter books as well, and so we both didn't want to wait for the other to finish the book the minute it came out so we had to start buying multiple copies and I remember for the seventh book we ended up going um, out at midnight we kind of like let it wait till the last minute oh we need to get this book immediately and we ended up at a grocery store um, that had a huge display of them because they wanted in on I mean in on selling that book and so it was the closest place that we sort of found in the vicinity and we ended up getting multiple copies of the seventh book at a grocery store at midnight immediately went home and read them yeah so 
That's fun memories. But that is, I know. They put it like on the conveyor belt. I'm like, you <laughs> my one my two books, you don't I'll just take them. That's right awesome. Now. So mm-hmm. unique, I guess. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> And so what about the movies? Because I feel like it's two separate experiences. Oh, they're very different experiences. Yeah. So, like, I will never forget. Like, obviously, I always remember reading all the books, but the first movie, like, obviously we went and saw it in, in the theaters as soon as we could, but I will never forget that I was in, I was in my freshman year of, of high school, and we had a, a musical that we had performed that night because if you're a Harry Potter nerd, you're also probably a theater nerd. It's That's like, fair. Like perfect... Good overlap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I never will forget we had like our cast party after the, the show, and instead of like, oh, high school kids who are gonna like drink and stay out all night and be like, you know, very, you know, doing things that shouldn't be at their age. Right. Nope. We had a big giant viewing of the first Harry Potter movie, and I mean, whatever house we were at, the parents were just like, yeah, I was really nervous that everyone was going to be like rowdy, and instead they all just sat around the TV and watched <laughs> the first Harry Potter movie together, and then we all went our separate ways. And like, it was just hilarious to have like, 45 people crammed into one little tiny space just that to is... watch the movie. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I remember, I think almost all of them I went opening night or opening day. Like the first one, I was in college and we went to matinee and didn't really, it was all kids. It didn't even occur to me that it would be <laughs> 10 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sarah, we're like yeah. the oldest ones there. Yeah. Aside from the parents. <laughs> we would like dress up for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you yeah. have to. Right? Absolutely. So, what about you guys, Rachel, Emma? I would always go to see the movies, but I wasn't as into those as I was mm-hmm. as when the books came out I think like I would always see them you know within the first week or so but I remember with the when the last movie came out like the seven part two I like kind of refused to see it (laughs) because I didn't want it to be over yeah so I waited I think until like the last possible week I thought it would be in theaters and I was like fine I'll find it I'll go see it I love that you went I'll through the stages it. of grief <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for the movie. I did, yeah, because, I mean, it was all over with the last movie. There was nothing else to look for. Well, now there well, is. Well, now there is. There's, yeah, Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. coming out in three parts. Is it really? Yeah. I don't think I knew well, that part. Well, I, I don't know if it's a trilogy or whatever, but oh. there will be more movies. Oh. I don't know what the titles would be. All right. But that makes me excited. Yeah. I, I actually, my wife and I, Two years ago now, went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yes, I I literally have a video on my phone, and she hates that I won't delete it. Of her <laughs> walking into Diagon Alley and just crying her eyes out, like Aww. just being so happy. And because that was like the same thing for us, it was like we were so sad mm-hmm. that everything was over. Mm-hmm. But then you go to those theme parks, and I'm not trying to tell anyone just how to spend their money, but if you want to go and experience, it's like reading the books for the first time again. Yes. Like you walk into those parks. It's like being in the world, and because I feel like every one of us who takes Harry Potter as seriously as most of our office does, it's like you genuinely get sad that it's not a real part of your life. Like it doesn't, you know, it actually exists. And you walk into those parks, and you're just like, oh, this is what I could actually be a wizard here. And like you're trying to, you know, do spells. Yeah. And just, yep. I yeah. I guess that she. My wife gets very angry at me because, you know, usually after a drink or two, I'll be like, hey guys, you're just something funny. And I'll pull out my phone and show her crying hysterically as we walk through Diagon Alley. It's, yeah. 
That's yeah. Cool. I want to go. I haven't been yet, but I want to go really bad. But it's funny. My husband and I, we have a son, and he's still a little too young to really like appreciate it. Sure. So we have yeah. to wait a little bit, and we're like, we can't go there without him. Like we'd be the you would. We'd be the worst parents in the world though if we went to Universal Studios and left our kids at home. <laughs> so we're gonna wait. I think until he's a little older I don't know. to take him. I, yeah, I mean if we've gone back and forth like, oh we could do it, okay. but then we're just like, I don't know. Well it's one of those you're gonna want to make multiple trips. You know, we literally got yeah. to the park at eight AM and left after midnight. Oh, yeah. And we were still like, well, there's more things we need to see. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can spend the entire day just at the Harry Potter mm-hmm. Park. And it's funny, because, like, the Hogwarts Hogsmeade was the first section that they built, and I think they underestimated the popularity. Oh, yeah. Because there's not... It's all... I mean, the, the rides at Hogwarts is fun, but there's not really a lot you can do. Mm-hmm. And then I think they're like, oh, wait, <laughs> we need a much bigger park. Yeah. Well, that's, that's so when you walk into Diagon Alley, it's literally, like, everything is interactive. Yes. You can walk into every storefront, and you can buy things, and that's the smart Which is where all you, my money went. Oh, <laughs> we spent so much money when we bought Ravenclaw socks for her sister, and uh, my wife has a sweatshirt, and we got a Harry uh, Gryffindor scarf. Um, we, of course, had a giant turkey leg, yeah, the sticks, and all the, you know, butterbeer, and yeah, it's, the amount of money you can spend is... A little ridiculous, yeah. I'm going to express an unpopular opinion. When I went to Harry Potter Wizarding World, I did not like butterbeer. I did not Which like it. Which one did you try? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. We went. Because um, it comes I, like, there's like hot. There's a cold. We did like try a cold ice. one. Okay. Yeah, it was so maybe like one. the It was like a frappuccino, kind. yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, like we it. went in uh, June, I believe, of that year. So it was very humid, very warm and delightful yes. outside in Florida. Um, and we actually went before they added a lot of the interactive yeah. stuff. So I definitely think I need a return visit. And I'm also very excited for the Hollywood counterpart that opens in April. I definitely want to check that out as soon as it's up and running, uh, given I can get out there. Um, so that's soon. also a little closer to home for you. Yes, it is a lot easier <laughs> for me to have an excuse to go out to Hollywood or yeah. then to Florida then since Florida. I have uh, family and friends that live in the Los Angeles area. But... I wonder, like, ALA is the annual in Orlando this year. Yes. I wonder uh, so, how many people be a huge be library. One of us in the room gets to go to ALA is me. And so I will tell you that uh, my wife has already told me she's coming and we have already planned out extra days specifically to go. See, I'm going to Orlando next month to visit some libraries, but we will not be there for more than a few hours. So if I could have worked it in, yeah. I would definitely have worked yeah. in a stop at Harry Potter. Uh, I should put that on the list for next time. At the beginning of every year, my wife always asks me, like, oh, what conferences are you going to <laughs> this year? And so I told her, I was like, well, there's ALA in Boston in midwinter, right. and there's PLA. She was like, no. no. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm not, <laughs> no. no interest in that. I was like, well, and then there's PLA in Denver yeah. in the spring. She's like, okay, well, that sounds interesting. I was like, and then there's ALA annual in Orlando. And she didn't even say, oh, Florida, sun. Yeah. That sounds like a great time. She said, oh, we can go back to the Wizarding World. <laughs> so I said, absolutely. So 
my brother also works here. He's going down. I think our mom, I think our parents are coming and like bringing my niece. Why not? And, Why not? Oh, we're making a legitimate family vacation out of ALA entirely because oh, we're that's a good. That's a good. I imagine you will not be the only ones. Nope. Out of everybody no. in the <laughs> Oh, oh guys, as the person who does all of our social media here at Overdrive, I'm excited to find all the librarians at Harry Potter Worlds and be like, hey guys, I work for Overdrive. Yeah. Let's all take some massive group pictures of this entire situation because Agreed. I think they'll be all on board. Mm-hmm. I'm actually curious to see at ALA how many people just flat out dress up as Harry Potter. Like, and they'll, they'll just kind of say, like, oh, well, we're going later. So we figured we'd just wear all this. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to, you know, go back and change. You don't want to waste all that time. Of course not. Yeah. Kind of get up in the car, jumping mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm so excited. Sorry for everyone who's not coming to LA. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, let's find some other room. right in your faces right now. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah, send us I don't pictures. Know. I don't know. I might try to go. Show my work, my magic. That there would be go. amazing. If you can swing it, it's... I'm actually just kind of sad that I'm not there right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we I will buy a lot more because last time we were there, we were trying to make the difficult decision of like, well, do you want to carry around all this stuff? So we decided on clothes because even though we were there in the summer, I was like, I can wear this scarf around. It'll be fine. It was 100 degrees. So we didn't get any wands last time. Mm-hmm. So no rest assured, yeah. this time around, we'll be bringing back a series of wands. Yes, <laughs> for sure. And you can have your own on display. I was gonna say I I, I don't know what whose wand we'll get. There's a lot to choose from. No. There's like specific wizard ones, but then there's ones that are more original if you want like one that's. Well, I mean, it's not like you can choose the wand. Well, who wants to right? choose you? Well, sure. <laughs> there, I just magically the wand. Snape's wand chose me. Yeah, to the surprise of no one in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, what did you expect? I wasn't. I wasn't at Digipalooza this year because I, that's where I was. Like I was in Orlando mm-hmm. at the um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and only acceptable reason <laughs> to miss Digipalooza. Well, I've been booked before I started here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, like in when you're in Diagon Alley, there is like a Nocturne Alley section where they have a Borgin and Burks store, and I like walked in, and I like that was my crying moment. <laughs> I'm like wearing. I'm wearing dark mark earrings, and they. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, the the employees like are like, oh, hello, hello, and then they like see me with my earrings. They're like, hello, <laughs> please come in, <laughs> buy everything. Oh man! <laughs> well, what's so cool about Nocturne LA when you're there is it's exactly how it is. It's yes. so nondescript. It is so. <laughs> I legitimately asked someone there who works. I was like. I walked down this alley and I'm like, yeah, that's the point of it. <laughs> no, but it's just like this little like dark corridor. Yeah. It's Nocturne Alley. There, I mean, Borgen and Burks is the only thing back there that you can like shop in, but it does it doesn't feel like it's part of the park. Yeah, you feel like you're going into the yeah. whole like employees only section. Exactly like that. It felt wrong the whole time. I was like, someone's gonna yell at me, and yeah, it's just so smart though that they set all that up. Yeah. It yeah. does. It feels like you're in the books. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's magical. I it. So which book is your favorite? Oh, man. I, to the surprise of nobody, <laughs> I think I have to say The Half-Blood um, Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, I go back and forth, but I, I love that book. Like, mm-hmm. the story, I love 
I don't know. I, just, I love that book. And it's a good lead to The Death They Hollow, mm-hmm. I think, is why I like it. So what about you guys? It's Obviously, it's tough, but I always say Goblet of Fire is probably mm-hmm. my favorite because I just love the whole Triwizard Tournament yes. and all the aspects of that. And I think that's, I don't know, I think she really upped the ante in that book. Big time, she like did. it kind of moved from. To me, that was when it kind of moved from being like kids' books right. to being, you know, yeah. more of like a full, broad, you know, adventure yeah. story with so many details yeah. and so many more characters were introduced. That's usually what I go into, and I think it's because at the beginning you still have kind of the you know the first couple books. It's like not like happy go lucky, but there's a lot of like. It's just, I feel those first few books is how we all fell in love with the whole world and, you know, waiting for our letter and all, like, kind of the idea of this, this world that she built. And then, um, like you said, that by the end of it, it's, it gets very, very serious. And, mm-hmm. they, and so I agree. I think it has, like, kind of that perfect combination of, like, obviously the last few books are darker right. and yeah. much more serious tones. I think you kind of get best of both worlds so I, I would agree with you yeah, yeah anytime I'm you know promoting Harry Potter to my you know now adult friends that didn't read it growing up sometimes they'll read the first two books and be like oh you know this is good but like you know they're kids books yeah. and I'm like how you need to read past the second one you know like oh, it's yeah. so much more than that once you get past the third and the fourth book yes. like it's a whole different story indeed indeed Emma um, I'm gonna go with The Prisoner of Azkaban is my mm-hmm. favorite, I think solely because of the introduction of Sirius. Yes. Um, and I loved that at the end, he sort of had that hope of a real sort of family mm-hmm. and then a father figure. And that yeah. I think was one of my favorite things because it is, I don't want to say light because it's not a light story, but I do mm-hmm. agree that it does definitely get more dark and angsty and crazy in tone as you get further along but I think I just love the way that they introduced that character and sort of gave him hope even if it was a little bit short-lived and I love that relationship agreed Um, especially sort of that turn at the end because the whole entire book you're kind of viewing him in a completely different way and then at the end all is sort of revealed yes um where he did not do what they think he did and I just love that Yes. Something that I think we should address, speaking of all the different <laughs> ways that you can kind of take in this awesome story, is how good are the audiobooks? Oh, oh my gosh. Well, which, well, which, which, which well, version? Well, so... Jim Dale. I Jim Dale was what I was going to go with. Um, I feel like at any given time, there's multiple people in our office just listening to that as background noise mm-hmm, for yes. your work. And I think it's amazing that despite these titles being as old as they are at this point, I think the Sorcerer's Stone was still our most downloaded and mm-hmm. checked out audiobook mm-hmm. last yeah. like last year. Like that was not surprising. Yeah, and he just ah, it's so wonderful, so good, wonderful. Yeah, and so I just that's one of the, that's another thing. It's like you can read the books. And it's, it's an amazing experience. And you can watch the movies, and it's this great experience. And you can go to the parks, and it's this great experience. And you can also listen to the audiobooks. And I feel like it's there's all these different ways mm-hmm. to take in the content. And each of them are special in their, own, mm-hmm. in their own ways. Yeah, for sure. And I support everyone doing all of them yes. at any time. Yes. 
listen to it, read it, watch the movies. Yeah. Oh, I'm guilty of being. I I feel like Calhoun County Public Library, who's my public library. I feel like I am one of their audiobook <laughs> and ebook checkouts of their of the Harry Potter stuff. Like at any given time, I have one of them <laughs> always Checked on my bookshelf. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Because there are there's I'm generally not a big rereader of mm-hmm. books, but this is the one that I just I feel like I'm constantly either reading one or listening to one at all times. Yeah. And I find myself being really jealous of the people who said they haven't read it yet. You know, like one, on one hand, I'm angry because like, well, how do you not, you really? But then I'm like, well, they also get to discover it for the first, first time. Yeah, but there is sometimes I think it's a little, I get a little salty because I'm like, you guys don't have to wait three and a half well, years <laughs> in between books. That is so. true. That's true. That's a good point. But, and, and, I mean, and it was like for all of us, we're like the perfect age where we literally yeah. grew up with it. Yeah. And like, it's, I don't know, it, it's something where it's kind of both like happy and sad to know that mm-hmm. this is going to be probably the greatest thing in our lifetimes from like a literary standpoint. Like the whole, just the idea of it, like this yeah. is our Star Wars, if you want to say. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is our generation of Star Wars. And even though. Star Wars is well, also our, back. Our, yeah. our <laughs> Star Wars. We had a say. Yeah. No, I agree. I just I think it's like that sense of community you get with it. That you, okay. you meet another Harry Potter fan, and you have this like instant connection you don't always get with other books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's the conversation like, well, like how we start, like, what house are you in, and what was your right. favorite book? Like, there's always mm-hmm. a way to bond with someone who also read the books, which thankfully is a lot of people. Yeah, yeah especially in our profession. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like that should be one of the questions, like, you get in your interview. Have you read Harry Potter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How many times? What house are you in? Welcome to Overdrive. What house are you in? Oh, yeah. That's actually not yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jill, I think I asked you that in your interview. <laughs> you might have. I think I mentioned Harry. Well, I remember, like, I mentioned Harry Potter because you probably were asking, like, about books. And it seems like I said, you, like, start taking your jacket off to show me your tattoo. Like, I knew what you were doing. Yeah. (laughs) She just, like, like, starts picking her. And then she's like, no, no, I'm just showing you. I'm like, I got it. It's okay. You don't have to explain. I'm a funny But yeah, that's the thing, you know, you can instantly bond with somebody and have an instant connection just over Harry Potter, which... I know. I don't know many people that haven't read it, although I will say my fiancé has never read any of the books, uh, and it's sort of a... Uh, you should buy him a set as a, as a I, have, I have so many copies and yeah. sets right in our living room, so I think I might try to get him... Into the audiobooks, maybe. Yeah. Um, or that's just, awesome. I'll just start reading it aloud uh, at any time <laughs> while he's at home. That's not a bad um, idea either. He will have no choice. He has seen the movies, so he is familiar, but it's obviously just such a different experience. I'm trying to yeah. figure yeah. out a stealthy way to <laughs> get those in. <laughs> I was picturing him like on a Saturday morning sitting on top of it with like a cup of tea reading aloud to no one waiting for him to, <laughs> to, to, to enter the room. Just waiting for him to enter the room. Uh, yeah. To try to sneak that in there. Oh, yeah. Include a quote at our wedding. 
You should. I very well might do that. There needs to be a literary yeah, something. Sure. Oh yeah, so, like, before we started recording, I told you I have. We now have four different Harry Potter quote like pieces of art in our house. <laughs> yeah, we've all got different mm-hmm. number two. We're running yeah. out of rooms as opposed to. <laughs> yeah, those two. We have a lot of decorations are kind of taking over and then you know my husband and I have matching Harry Potter tattoos and we got our wedding anniversary because when we got married we didn't say I do we said always oh Oh, that is the best yeah ever and I always kind of joke around you guys will appreciate this story with my husband I always think the moment that I knew I was gonna marry him we were talking about Harry Potter obviously kind of like getting to know each other and you know, we kind of did the whole, what house are you in? What's your favorite book? And then he asked me what my Patronus was. Oh, and I said, well, a cat, because that, that's my, my Patronus is <laughs> cat, obviously. And then I asked him what his was. And he said, well, mine's a cat because yours is a cat. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to marry this man. And I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so yeah. sweet. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a pick that's up like, line, man. Whoa, that's really. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop I know. Right. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I don't think we can top that. No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're good. That's a good way to go out. <laughs> so I would say our book recommendations for this podcast: all the Harry Potter, all the yes. Harry Potters, whether it's an ebook or the audio book, just. Mm-hmm. Dive back into that world. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Something tells me if you're listening to this podcast, you're also a Harry Potter fan. And maybe, if not, now yeah. you will be. Yeah. Well, be like, say, if not, you just, yeah. you just went <laughs> you through a half be. hour of podcast being <laughs> super confused. <laughs> no, I don't think so. We didn't really. I think. Well, well, they're super inspired now. Yeah, that's go. what I mean. There they're like, go. what is this magical world they're talking about? Absolutely. I think the great thing is that it just sort of. The story transcends different languages and ages, mm-hmm. and I think that everyone hopefully can relate to some part of that story in some way. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Well said. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for being a part of this awesome Harry Potter podcast episode. Absolutely. Anytime. Harry Potter. Part two. Part two Harry Potter. Let's <laughs> <laughs> schedule it. No, Perfect. Yeah, we could probably spend like. Hours. Yes. <laughs> oh, we did nothing with plot or characters or anything. No, yeah, no. Just a nice this is very. <laughs> okay, well, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Harry Potter. You guys are celebrating Harry Potter book night. Yes. We will be here at the Overdrive offices. Doing the same, yeah. Doing the same. All right, then. Bye, everybody. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? 
These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.